Tech and Music Fan. We got uh, Chill Gus, and then we got his feet on the mic right here as well. And then last but not least, we got the one and only famous Kadeem. Yo, yo, did y'all hear us? Me and famous, me and famous, like we just talking bullshit. All you hear is you just talking bullshit. <laughs> that was me, or that was you, nigga. Damn, yeah, once again, once again, the talking bullshit podcast is back. Yeah, yeah, my yeah, man, yeah. My man Gus is about to run this whole episode. Go ahead, Gus, go for it. What's up? What's up, y'all? Um, this <laughs> that episode was ten, man. Jesus, <laughs> yo, Damn, this man, like, top. Yo, you need to restart, <laughs> recalibrate, nigga. What the fuck? I'm sorry, man. I'm nervous, man. I'm nervous. What are you You nervous to talk and man, bullshit? We are, ten, we are 10 episodes in, bro. There's no reason I mean, to be I'm exci- nervous anymore. I'm excited 10 about episodes, that. 10 episodes, shout out. In. I mean, 10. We made it to 10, yep, man. 10 straight. Pop that up, pop that up. Made it to 10. I mean, that's great, man. We ain't getting paid, but, you know, <laughs> we making it soon, work. It's soon I don't do it for the money. I don't do it I for do the, the love and for the people. You don't do shit, obviously. You don't you don't do a goddamn thing. You get scared when you fucking gotta do shit. Uh, shut up. <laughs> anyway, so go ahead. Uh, oh anyway, my God. so look, God. this is this is this well, episode this episode ten of Talking Bullshit. Thank you so very much for tuning in. We appreciate you guys. Let's give a quick shout out. Let's get our man's in here. Tech, what's going on? What's popping? What's popping? What's going on, fellas? How y'all oh, doing? Oh, we got tech in the building. Famous, what up? Yo, 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 what it do? Do oh, not call man. that nigga famous. That's not his name. That's his, mama name his mama named Kadeem. I'm calling him Kadeem. Your, your, your mother named no, no, no. Yeah, she did. Look at look at him. His mother. Yeah, yo, did. Like, his, you know what? His That's mother the did name him. Tech. thing coming out of him. He mad. Yo, no, I'm calling so, me now. I'm not yo. that much older than y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so, nah, yeah, bro. Yeah, you 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 get to the end of age now. A little, yeah, a little bit. Anyway, we got Gus. Gus, what it do? Ain't nothing much, man. Just chilling, you know. What's up with y'all? Damn, you suck at everything, bro. (laughs) Anyway, and and y'all know me, Real Feet is, aka Israel said it, we in here today, celebrating our 10th episode, ready to talk and do our thing, and just get it popping. So, how's everybody doing? How's the week been? How's the weekend? I mean, it's good, man. I didn't do shit. Didn't go nowhere. Didn't do nothing. That's good. Everything is good on my side, man. Just chill, you know, just chilling, catching up on um, some... uh, you know, 13 Reason Why. Good show. Y'all got to check it out if you haven't. Yo, you know what? I'm going to be honest with you, bro. I watched the first season, and that shit was so fucking traumatizing. I was like, yo, I can't watch no shit like this no more. Yeah, I but Gus, like, like, Gus, watch it, I, Gus watch it while he's on his period. Whoa. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> whoa. That's a no-no. Nah, but yeah. um, I think season four is is more touching than nah, what's don't happening right away. now. And I'm not giving nothing season away. I'm just giving you a little out? insight. Yeah, season four came out, I think, June 5th. So it's, it's kind of touching on what's happening right now. So I think I should check it out. It's pretty good, man. Sad, but it's pretty well, good. I, I would have to get to through two and three before I get to four. But maybe I'll, I would, maybe I'll try to watch it again. Not to give it away, but after season one, you, if you could get through season one, you could get through two and three. Really. Yeah, and, this, and season four is only 10 episodes. Yeah, but that was a problem. Season one was so fucking hard for me. I was just like, I don't know if I could watch this. 
Yeah. Uh, I don't know that I'm watching too much of anything. I mean, what's going on? We, we you know, we tri- we shied away a little bit. We got a little bit happier last week, but it seems like we keep every every two steps we take forward, we take four back. I mean, we, we're, we're still there's still a lot of work to be done. We understand that there's a lot going on in the world uh, right now. All of our intentions and all of our attention is focused outwardly trying to make sense of what's happening. Um, we lost a lot more people over this last uh, week. Uh, yeah, you know, a lot of tragic out. things happening. We lost a, a young lady, Toyin, Oluwatoyin. Name is Oluwatoyin. Um, just uh, somebody that's out there fighting a good fight. That um, you know, unfortunately, they, they had just come out with uh, making a statement over being um, was it molested or raped? Uh, they had just put out an accusation against somebody for for allegedly touching them, and you know, they disappeared for a little bit. And uh, their body was recovered, but the unfortunate thing is that they're gone. They're no longer with us. Uh, that young lady and then Victoria Sims, an older lady that was found, I think, near that person. What? Yeah, with her. They were in the same area. Yeah, in the same area. And, you know, it's it's uh, it's rough. I think when it comes to that, we got to remember that our fight isn't over yet. Uh, and sometimes we even got to fight ourselves when we're going through a lot of these things and remembering that we got to protect our black women. Everybody deserves to live their life fully and happily. Don't get me wrong. We're not saying that. I think it's the same thing when we say Black Lives Matter. But when we say protect our women, understand where we're coming from with this. The black woman is an endangered species in the United States. The disrespect is always there. And we have to do something about it. You know, there's there's just so much going on in this world that we can't be losing our sisters like that. And and it's rough. I mean, that's how I feel about it. Let me know what y'all thinking. No, I feel the exact same way, man. Like anytime anything happens to a black man, like the sisters are right there for us. And it just seems like when anything happens to a woman, it's just gets, you know, swept under the rug. And for Toyin, it was just so messed up because, you know, she trusted this guy. She asked this guy for a ride. He positioned himself like he was the man of the Lord. And the next thing you know, she's, you know, putting some tweets up saying that she was, you know, inappropriately, you know, dealt with. And next thing you know, she disappears. And they were trying to get the cops to actually look into it. They're like, look, she is tweeting all these different things, and now she's missing. You guys have to go look for her, and they didn't do anything. So they just dropped the ball on her, and unfortunately her and the other woman were, you know, found dead, and it's crazy, man. It's like, if we're not going to protect our women, who will? That's true, and, you know, man, protecting don't, them don't always mean the physical side of it. There's, there's a huge fight. I'm sorry to cut you off, guys, but there's a huge fight that we got going on, and we have to remember that it just doesn't stop. You know, we're looking for having our women be equal when it comes to our pay, uh, to their pay when it comes to healthcare, because remember healthcare for for our women too. Even that, like, so dangerous for our women to to get pregnant and give birth in these hospitals because they're not properly taken care of. I mean, up until recently, a lot of doctors assumed that black people could take more pain than anybody else, so they would skimp out on shit like uh, what's that little uh, thing that and it's not anesthesia because that puts you to sleep. Epidural, not epidural. That's just for. That's to numb you down from the waist down so you can give birth a little bit easier. But just anything, any type of medication that would alleviate pain, they would skimp out a little bit because the assumption was that black that black folks, just because of the amount of melanin in our skin, we could uh, take pain a lot more than anybody else. And although it may be true uh, spiritually, it don't, it don't always translate to physical. And that's just bullshit uh, protection from us from even our health care, man. That's true, man. Like, um, we got to say this asshole's name, Aaron Glee, the asshole that took these two women lives. 
for no reason. I don't like giving them their name. I don't even like giving their names. Nah, we got we got give the we got give the listeners some content. Like like hear this motherfucker's name. He's an asshole, and he's going to be charged for murder and kidnapping. And um, this really touched home because it's really sad to see that um we're trying to fight the fight outside and and we get we attacking within. So that shit really hurts. And I do agree with both of y'all points about we got to protect the black woman because the black woman is underappreciated in today's society and. We gotta protect our protect our own as well as all women, but you know, but the black woman is more under underappreciated than any other woman out there. So, um, as a man, and you know, as a person that you know drives himself to be a better person every day, um, this shit really hurts because I, I the one thing about me is that I don't wish nothing bad on no one, but this man took away a woman's life because of some stupid shit that he wanted to do, and like I said before, we. Yeah, two women, my bad. And we have to protect our women because they fighting for us. Because I know when damn well, whenever I'm doing something, even right or wrong, I know my, the black sister's always there to protect me or have my back. And it's time for us to step as, as step up as men to protect our women. Because that if we don't protect true. them, if we don't protect them, who's going to protect them? You know what I mean? So we, I just feel like as men and whoever's listening to this podcast, as men, we should protect our women. I understand we have to protect all our women, but the sisters need more protecting than anything because we all know the white woman's always protected. So we got to protect our sisters within. So I'm just saying this to say this, this asshole, Aaron Glee, I hope he dies in prison. I don't wish death on no one, but this man is, is a scum. Like what's going on to say society. Oh, no, the, the prison the prison is going to take care of him. Trust me. Mm. Yeah, man. Like it's, it's, it's sad, man. I hope, I hope so, man. I, I really hope so. Like, because it feels like whenever some, somebody does something unjust, it feels like nothing is being taken care of, but he got to get his ass taken care of. It's just trash. Famous. Yeah, what's your man. thoughts? Yeah, like, <clears throat> just like what you were saying a little bit earlier, like how these things get swept under the rug. I'm not even going to lie. Like, I I actually, like, started a story very recently. I didn't even know what, you know, this was going on, and I was just doing research on it. And it's just, like, in the midst of everything that's going on, man, like, I get it. There are some sick and disgusting people in the world, but come on, man. Like, this is ridiculous. And I was reading, and, you know, don't quote me on this, but... I, she she put out a tweet about how she was, I guess, molested or raped prior, and then to go ahead and know that she was in an Uber or however, you know, wherever she went and, you know, died to some this this guy. Like, that, to me, is like, in the midst of everything that we're dealing with, I feel like, she to me, she's never gotten a break, just from what I was reading. And, then, you know, that guy is a piece of shit for definitely... <sighs> I don't even have words for it, man. Like, that that's a, that's a story that definitely hits home. You know, it's me, especially I have a wife who, who will take an Uber, who will do something, who will go out. I have friends, that I'll, uh, female friends that will go out and take Ubers and things like that. And, you know, sometimes we take it for granted just how dangerous the world is. You know, even in the midst of all the protests and everything that we're doing, everyone, you know, we still got to, you know, start trying to pay attention more to our bottom line because these, these, they're still sick and twisted people in the world, and this, this story actually hurts. It's more. just, it's just ongoing bullshit, man. I mean, y'all peep, did y'all see that video? Because it's not just places outside. We, we in New York, the four of us. We, we from New York. We live in New York. We still here, so we still find challenges, and we see a lot of challenges even when it comes to to the protests. And it's wonderful and it's beautiful when we see so many of us coming together for once and fighting a fight that we all agree upon. But then niggas just fuck it up and turn around and just do some more dumb shit. Um, there was a video recently, maybe two days ago, of a, a dude. His name is Skeeter underscore Mills on Instagram. He cracked this young lady in her face Whoa. with a fucking skateboard. 
And the, the fucked up thing is, he had like four or five niggas watching and laughing. He didn't record it. Yeah. It's not like they got it off a security camera. That he somebody else was recording him do it, and they're laughing about it. I don't understand how anybody could ever put. I joke around and I say about punching ladies in the legs instead of hitting them in their face. That Listen, sometimes it's not even the best thing to joke about. Let me just always make sure that y'all understand that it is a joke and it may not be funny all the time, but it is the way that I like to deal with the things that I deal with. I understand where some people could take it wrong. On the flip side, I would never sit there and watch no man do that. Not my friend or otherwise. My friend, my brother, if I see anybody doing some shit like that, I'm going to have straight hands for him. Because at the end of the day, you mad because she don't want to talk to you. And you hit this woman in the face and all y'all do is laugh. Nobody you goes know so to make sure that you, she's okay. You know so funny? He said he wanted to go was, live and discuss it. You no, know I don't so want to hear nothing from him. Nah, but you know what's so funny is that he has an excuse. There's no excuse for that shit. He has an excuse talking about he's going to tell his side of the story. There's no excuse. Whether what she said something side, to bro? you, whether she said something disrespectful to you and stuff like that. You know how many times I've been disrespected? You know what? I'm not going to put my hand on you, man. Every day. Fuck it. Walk away. Just walk away. Like, fuck it. Why do you need to attack that woman with a fucking skateboard? I have a skateboard, and I know how hard that shit. That woman fell on the floor, was knocked out while those dumbasses was laughing. They didn't even tend to her fucking aid, like, yo, wake up, or like, even tell them, like, yo, son, what you did was fucked up. You know what I mean? Sometimes when you have people in your circle like that, that's not going to come out and tell you what it is, you need, you need to distance yourself from them because I know damn well if that was my man that did some shit like that, the first thing I'm going to grab him, like, yo, what the fuck you doing? Yo, what the fuck Grabs is wrong with you, man? Wild. He'd be nah, lucky if he could grab. I'm talking. You know I mean, like, what are you that's doing, something, that's man? Something, when, when we talk so easily, not just us, but when we talk as a community so easily about the way that we would shoot motherfuckers and take care of business, that's the time when you do some shit like that. Absolutely. Like, not advocating dude, for like, violence. Not advocating for violence, but that's the times, like, yo, y'all niggas always talking about y'all air shit out. He just popped this girl in the face and knocked her clean out, and then was like, yeah, man, what the fuck is she talking about? What? That's a nigga you then, shoot. Shoot that nigga in the chat so on, he understand. And then try to go on and talk about he's going to go on live to dis, to discuss what his side of the story. There's it, no excuses, man. His side I, I don't even know why people tend to, like, we had like a couple episodes in them, maybe about like, I think episode two or three when we were talking about somebody, an individual. And we was like discussing how, is it cool for him to go on live to discuss the situation? Sometimes you just got to leave shit alone and just admit your wrongs, man. Like, the fuck, man? Like. Why do you need what to go the fuck online? are there to discuss? What is yeah, like the thing that's the thing I like I, I really, really hate about the social media era that we're in. Like, don't get me wrong, I use Instagram, I use Facebook, you know, whatever. But I hate that, like, oh yeah, I did this, I'm gonna go on live and I'm gonna air out and um, you know, prove my innocence. What do you were you so self-centered in what you just did and you felt in your mind that what you did was so correct that all you gotta do is go on live? And then just tell and people the whole gonna world. be like, "Oh, oh, oh my <laughs> I god!" Get it. Oh, I get it. I understand why you knock a, a woman out. Yeah, I understand. And then to go with the skateboard, like, and I, I have to look at the video again. From what I look like, it looked like he hit her with the side of the skateboard. No, he hit her with so the flat part. He hit her with, with that part, boy. Trust me, that's like, that's a long boy. He hit her with. Like you, you don't even understand, right? You hit something like you never see any like when you watch TV, they'd be like, Yeah, I'm, you know, they'll be fighting and they'll break a bottle on someone's head. And people think, like, Oh, yeah, that shit's just easy to do. Like, think about what you're, yo, by no means, that shit is like, the, I had to break my a bottle on someone's head. Open of course, you have to hit someone to do that. Now, as a human being, right, and uh, I know this, like, the force you have to hit someone to knock them out, it doesn't matter how scrawny they are. That's how much strength you put into hitting a woman. Like you, you, you. This girl, whatever she said, she could have said your dick was little. She could have said she could have said anything. anything. She could have said fuck your mother. What anything? All she that. Did not deserve you know that, it, bro. 
what you could have did, you want to, if you really were tight, go on live and make fun of her. The fuck you got to hit her with a skateboard for? Like, to me, if I see, if I, if I were to see this guy, I would look at him like, you think what you did, that makes you, that makes you like top nigga? Like, you think you could walk around and do that to anybody? That goes for any dude that hits any woman. We talking about this particular one right here. Right now, but that's for any nigga that got a fit that feel like they a man for putting their hand on any woman. Granted, no woman should put their hand on any man. Everybody should keep their hands to themselves. But if you out here bragging, like when you see niggas out in the streets really like, yo, squaring up with a woman, like really squaring up, I understand protecting yourself. If a woman's attacking me, I'm, I might have to restrain her, grab her arms, maybe fling her real quick so I can get away. But to punch, to stand there and punch somebody in the face unexpectedly, it's not like she was ready for it. It's not like they was fighting. Yeah, she you was looking down on her what, phone. She didn't see it coming at you all. You can't even hear what they were saying. So you have no idea you know what so they were saying. Homeboy was trying to probably impress his friends because he, she must have said something about rejecting him and he was trying to prove some prove a point to no, his no, friends no, right the, there because that's the, the only thing I could think of. I don't know what she, I don't know what she said, but she did say something and her friend and his friend started laughing. And that's when you could see him actually drawing back because his ego was so hurt that she said something that his punk ass friends was laughing at him that he decided he gonna try to knock this woman's head off. Like these these young niggas is absolutely fucking crazy, bro. Uh, it's, it's not crazy. Even, it's just that they allow other people to dictate their movements. Like I'm not and gonna just, allow a bunch of people like yo laughing at me just because I'm not gonna do anything. What the fuck? I why why, like, why his friends of... laughing at him? He's over there about to go to fucking prison, or he's about to get his head blown off because you know what's so funny not about, about social to. media? They Everybody posted knows his address. Yo, they posted his address, his phone number, his Twitter, his Instagram they name. They gonna find his. They gonna find his at. And you know what's so funny? I actually went on his Instagram. And he he blocked um he turned off um his comments and he kept one on on from like forty eight weeks everybody started attacking that one comment section putting clown faces talking about we gonna fuck you up we know where you live we know your number I'm like son I don't I don't advocate for him to die or anything but he need a good ass whooping because apparently you ain't never been taught by your mom or your pops or anybody like that to he gonna find, he gonna find one of, one of us that got a sister. You're going to find one of these niggas out here that got a sister that, that got beat up or something bad happened to one of the women in their family. They're going to air that nigga the fuck out. He's he going to be like, you know what? Fuck nah, it. I'll take the charge. I got, nah, I got three sisters. That. Fuck all of that. Like the, 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 To me, if you hit her with the skateboard, you need to man up to that shit. What the fuck you blocking everything on social media for? You felt yep. the need yep. to take a skateboard and hit him, right? Cool. Now you need to man up. Take that shit, full, you know, full on, and just you know, like, why? Oh, uh, people flooded me. They gonna call me. They gonna call me a clown. They gonna come after me and fuck me up. So why the fuck did you do what you do? Why? Why did you do that? There's repercussions. There's, it's cause and effect. This, 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 the shit that happens. And the, the, I, yo, that story pissed me off, man. That, that shit is ridiculous. It's uh, well, well, speak, speaking on speaking on that. There was a, there was one other a video that was going crazy where some guys picked up a young lady and threw her in a fucking dumpster. And yo. and videotaped it. I, like I, I don't know what's going on, but like we were saying earlier, and it was like, yo, we have to protect our women, especially black women, because it's like crazy. Like in another, they was laughing. Like, what the fuck is funny about that? This is, yo, I just don't a, get it. Niggas is corny. It's the not, curse with the whole being... camera phone situation. But nowadays, people want to always go viral. Or people always want to post the most funniest shit. Like this shit is crazy. People laugh at me and say that I don't be posting a lot of shit on my my Instagram. Or I don't be doing shit because motherfucker, I'm not out there looking. To like, to show like, what the fuck do I need to do all that shit for, man? People out here nowadays is doing it for the likes, and that's what's sad, man. I don't give a fuck about like the five hundred friends that I have on my page is people I actually freaking know. I'm not trying to do anything for likes, man. Seriously, and this is the problem that we have in the social media age that motherfuckers want to impress other people for likes or for some jokes and shit like that. And it's the shit that's going on, motherfuckers. 
And hit, we all know you're not people, funny. Slap. So. It's all, what is all good, bro? I could tell jokes, motherfucker, but I choose not to, you know what I mean? And I'm the Dave Chappelle, baby. Funny. Nah, but um, yeah, we it's just a bunch of clowns and the shit don't the shit don't stop. And there's people being brought up with, with no morals, no understanding of what it is to be with and deal with other human beings on a regular basis. I mean, look again, we lost another brother, and there was a lot of discussion about it, a lot of argument about about who's in the wrong, and it's uh Rashad Brooks. For those who don't know, Tuck, can you put him on for, for people who don't know what happened? Okay, so this is the situation. So Rashad uh, was at his daughter's um, birthday party, and he had some drinks. You know, shit happens where people be drinking and stuff like that. And he decided he wanted to go to a Wendy's to actually get something to eat. Um, he fell asleep at the drive-thru because he was drinking. And, of course, that's a terrible thing to do. So they woke him up, and he drove and parked his car. And he was sleeping in his car and they decided to call the cops. So the cops showed up and I, me personally, I always thought, you know, DWI stands for driving while intoxicated. And if you're sitting in your car sleeping, I don't really consider that driving. So when they knocked on his window to like talk to him, he was explaining to them like, Hey, you know, I I was drinking. I'm honest. I'm going to let you know I was drinking. Uh, my sister lives nearby. I could either walk home or you guys can give me a ride. And these cops with their quotas, he, they they wanted to be able to lock him up. And if that was a white person, nine times out of 10, they would have let him make a phone call for somebody to pick him up because he wasn't driving at that moment. So they, he went through the field sobriety test. He failed it. And then they were going to lock him up. Now, what I'm going to say Rayshard was wrong. You don't, you, when you get arrested, you, that doesn't give you the right to fight cops. They tried to handcuff him. Um, and then, you know, he was fighting with them. And then he, they pulled out the taser. And once again, Rayshard was wrong. He grabbed the taser. He pulled it away and he was running away from them. They started chasing him. He was wrong. He pointed the gun, the taser back and shot the taser. Once again, he was wrong. But through all the things that he did, does he deserve to die for it? This man is drunk. He can't see where he's shooting. He's probably scared to death. He just pointed it and shot it behind him. And that gave the cop the idea to take out his gun, shoot him twice in the back. And then when Richard was on the floor, three rather times. than try to give him aid, nah, he shot three times, but it hit him two times. Okay. Rather than try to give him aid, he kicked him when he was on the floor and then they actually put their foot on his back to make sure he couldn't move rather than try to actually help and save this man. So, right. as I said, Rayshard made a lot of mistakes. But do those mistakes mean that he should die for it? Like, no, one deserves, yeah. no one oh. deserves to die, to be no, to be clear. No one deserves to die. And the funny right. thing I found found crazy about that video is that the officer told him to drive and park the car. I'm like, is he if he's drunk, why the hell are you telling him to drive? You know what I mean? You take him out the car, talk to him, whatever, do the, um, the whole testing situation. I mean, like Tech said, he was wrong for, you know what I mean, fighting the cops because technically the cops have no reason to to even lock him up because he technically was in his car trying to sleep it off. He was trying to be trying to get himself right so he can drive off. And he and one thing I, I can think, say I to think the, the one thing the one thing that leads to it. Hold on, Gus, one second. I'm trying to find out and I apologize for cutting you off. I think the one thing that may lead to it is that it doesn't matter if you weren't driving at the moment, but if the car is operable, like if he didn't have it turned off, that's different. Like if you parked and you drunk and you just sleeping in your car while the car is off, they can't say anything. Same thing like having your phone in your hand. 
if even if you're on the side, if you have your phone in your hand, they can still give you a ticket if your car is running. So if his car is running and he's drunk, that might be why they can still give him a DWI. I don't know, but that might be why. That still sense. no like, excuse. But but like the my fault, God's God. Nah, like I this is no excuse for the cops shooting, you know, Rashad. But the cop, I'm not gonna lie to you, he was a most pleasant cop from from interactions that I've been into or seen. He was a pleasant cop. He actually, you know, um, spoke to him. He was like, "Listen, I'm sorry for your mom's death." He was saying about how he had, he was coming back from his, his um, mother's gravesite or whatever. The cop was, you know, very respectful and talking to him. But then again, they should have. They should have. This is why I always say that they need extra training because there's no way in hell you should be. This man is literally in his car. He's not driving. You know what I mean? You should just, you know, what I mean, if you have to take him out the car, you know, give him a test or whatever the case may be. You talk to him, but. But like Check said, this guy was wrong for pulling out the taser, shooting back, because I'm not going to lie to you, no one deserves to die, but I don't know what that cop was thinking, because we all don't know what people are thinking when they when they pull out that gun. You know what I mean? So um, I thought, wait, before, I, I, we're missing a big fucking point here, and then I don't give a fuck how pleasant this fucking cop was. I don't care. A cop uses deadly force when his life is in danger. That's correct. If someone is running away, I don't give a fuck if I shoot a taser back at you. It's a fucking taser. The whole point of a taser is to subdue me. I am running. So fine. You have the first cop who's, who's like maybe about maybe what, six feet maybe away from him running. And he's probably following that closely because he probably still has a taser in his back. The second cop who's following behind running is the one who takes out his gun and shoots three times and hits him twice. Or was it the first cop? It was the first. The cop. first cop. Okay. Same so, cop. That, same cop that was tasing him when he turned around and shot. He pulled out his gun and shot. He pulled out. Okay. At no point, yes, you shot a taser back at me. Fine. And I'm, I'm, I, I rebuke everything that Rashard did. There was no. He shouldn't have ran. You should have just, yo, like honestly, with everything that's going on, you should just took the ticket. Fuck it. Like let them arrest you. Do what it is right because right now shit is too crazy. But as you're running, at no point was this cop's life in danger you can clearly see in the video that he's the aggressor the cop is the aggressor you're chasing him he's running away so the fact that okay you want to you want to you want to let off a shot at him fine shoot to subdue why the fuck are we shooting to kill you shoot someone in the back you have you can hit them in uh you can hit them in the heart you can hit them in their spine you can paralyze or uh, pretty much kill somebody why the fuck if, if they're running and you're tr- and the whole point is that you're trying to arrest them shoot out their legs Shoot a bullet to make him fall to the floor to scare him. Why are you shooting at him? And on top of that, there are fucking people in the drive-through lane waiting to get food for Wendy. There's cars lined up. You're letting off fucking shots. Why the fuck are you shooting? Like, there's literally uh, from the video, and you know, say I'm wrong. There's probably like maybe five cars you could see in the, that camera video when you see them running. They could have been kids in the car. You telling me that what your ego was so fucking was so bothered that you had to let off shots at someone who's running away from you? He's running away. I don't give a fuck how pleasant this cop is. I don't give a fuck. You could have just gave me a million fucking dollars. This guy literally fucking died for running away. And, and the thing right. is, like, let me let me, not, let me yeah, touch yeah, point on the, on the the whole thing I said about pleasant. The reason why I brought that up is because people are painting this officer as a racist, which in I not I don't see any racist intent when he was talking to him. That's Yo, the only reason I said pleasant. No, no, That's no, the only no, reason no. why I, I, I said what you're saying. I get it. what you're saying. I get, I get it, right? You killed somebody. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to label you as a racist. I'm going to label you as what the fuck I want. You're a murderer. I don't, I don't give a shit. 
I don't care if you if you yes you we don't have to label everyone as a racist and yes r- what Rashard did was was you know he he promoted the situation he 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 led it led to that tussle but at the end of the day you had to, your your finger on the trigger not Rashard Rashard didn't have a gun he and didn't also, have a gun. and also keep in mind look at what the crime was this is not somebody that had just murdered somebody that had a weapon on him this is not somebody that just raped someone this is a guy who's drunk. You pulled him over. You have all of his information. You have his car. You will be able to find out where he is. You know where he lives. The main reason why they were so upset is because Rayshard had his taser. And if Rayshard would have got away with that taser and they would have had to go back to the precinct, they didn't want to have to deal with all the cops laughing. Oh, shit. A drunk guy took your taser. Y'all know exactly where he lives. And he still got away from y'all. It's like it I mean, wasn't even fucking worth it, bro. Like It wasn't. And then to even add, right? Three weeks ago, George Floyd just fucking died. Like, I, I, I get it. You want to be racist? Be racist. But you you have to understand, like, all right. Let people, me think. What, let me think before I do what I'm going to do. What I'm going to do what I'm going to do. I have to make sure because I, I don't want to lose my job to these niggers like, that keeps complaining because that's all these white people say. So you have to think, like, okay, maybe I should not shoot him. The, the cop was six feet away. Like you could have, you maybe could have caught him on foot. You, but instead, you chose to shoot in a, a full parking lot with people online at Wendy's. Like I, some people are coming at Wendy's, and I'm like, listen, whatever. You call the cops is online, whatever. But the cops to me is like you, you. You're the aggressor now. You pulled out the gun. I don't care if I pull out a taser on you. It's a taser. Like this is a gun that, that, that uh, that's a weapon that you guys use to subdue people. Listen, so you, I'm not, oh, he's, he's gonna shoot me with a taser. So oh man, he shot me with a taser. I'm gonna put two on his back. What kind of shit is that? You're shooting not, at someone. You could hit him in the you could hit him in his head. Like I'm, I'm not gonna oh, speculate what was in that happened. cop's heart or what he was gonna think of doing whatever. I'm not gonna speculate. It doesn't matter what was in his heart. Remember, I mean, no, 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 because Tech brought up that he could have. Nah, Tech brought up something that was kind of weird. That yes, real quick, real quick. He said that he it doesn't matter because in their state, they have a law against shooting a fleeing a fleeing uh, assailant. Okay. It doesn't no, I'm matter. Not justifying, no, I'm not justifying No, no, that, no. But, li- but listen, but listen. It. it doesn't matter what different things they could have done. It is against the law for them to shoot somebody running away. It should be a law in every state. That's it. That's But that's it. It doesn't even matter. You could, Even if he was dead wrong, even if he had an actual gun, even if he was shooting at them. The minute he starts to run away, you cannot shoot him. That's, That's true, it. But- it just turns out that he didn't have any of that. You can't say that you use deadly force because you were uh, fearing for your life from somebody that's somebody's running, running away. away from you. That's the same shit that that uh, that Amy Cooper did, right? Oh my God, he's threatening me, but she's approaching him. How are you going to say you're scared and you feel threatened, but you're approaching me? I've never felt a person that's like, oh my God, please don't come near me as they're walking closer to me. Doesn't make any sense. That's what that I get. What you're trying to say. Listen, we 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 don't. We're, none of us are police officers. We don't know what their job is like. We understand that it's a difficult job. We looking at it every day. I don't know that I can do it. I don't know that I have the the mental stability to do it because I understand how my anger is. But if you tell me, hey, this is a rule, this is what you're supposed to uphold, and I do the opposite, there shouldn't be a question about it. 
No, I'm just speaking. I'm just speaking. Listen, I have fr- I have uh, a good friend of mine as a cop, and I'm always looking at both sides of the story. But the thing that I was going to touch on was tech situation. Tech said that that the guy probably felt that since the guy took his um his taser, he probably is a problem. Go back to the police station and say, "Yo, this guy took my police my thing." Nah, I don't want to speculate shit like that. But by by what by do you think would have happened if he if he went back to the precinct without his taser? I don't know. I don't want to speculate. I don't. I don't want to speculate. I don't know. I don't know. Like, like, I get what you're saying, Randy, but I don't know. Like, yo, we don't yo, know. I, honestly, I'm, I, I'm sorry, yo, Gus. I'm sorry. We're done with this topic, bro. This is this is fucking stupid to even like, <laughs> or, like to even go with speculating or nothing. Man is dead. That's what we. Man, yeah, yeah, I mean, man, the, the main yo, problem. Yo, man is dead. He oh, died. He died. Yo, you're not. Listen, we're done with this topic, bro. It's it's over. You're not. What the cops did was bullshit. What the Nick Aaron Glee did to the girls, bullshit. All uh, bullshit. All nah. All nah. Yeah, of course. All nah. All nah. We got a bullshit. So. <sighs> so, yeah, man. Anyway, lighter note. Let's, go ahead. Yes, we need to talk about something lighter. Man. On, to a, on to a lighter note, if we can even call it that. Uh, in today's news and sports, which you're talking bullshit, guys. Roger Goodell. Ah. Roger Goodell has been, uh, has been a lot of talk on a lot of uh, amazing news networks, especially sports networks, because. He is three years later has had a change of heart. If y'all don't know, Roger Goodell is a commissioner of the NFL. That means pretty much all the money goes to him mm-hmm. <laughs> for the NFL. Uh, and he's had a change of heart. Three years ago, Colin Kaepernick first uh, kneeled in protest of police brutality uh, during the national anthem. Let's remember that he was told to by a ex-military member to kneel because that would be the most respectful thing he could do. Let's not escape from that part of it. But in kneeling, he was uh, then, in my opinion, and I, I would assume to the rest of the fellas here, blackballed from the NFL. Was it given? A, he was he was dropped from his team. Was it given a fair opportunity to be picked up by anybody else? Wasn't nobody gonna pick him up anyway because there was such a big uh, draw away from him because of his kneeling for the anthem. Everybody was like, it's, "Oh my god!" Is let's make sure that we talk about why it was a big deal. It had nothing to do with the actual NFL. No, it's because Donald Trump said something about it, and the NFL got scared. Yeah, that's when it became an issue. Got yeah, it. no, but uh, he, so they went that route. The NFL, all the uh, all the owners were like they didn't want to deal with it. We had some owners like uh, Jerry Jones, bitch ass. Yeah, I said it, bitch. Fuck Jerry Jones, bitch ass. Right with you, telling their team members that uh, if they kneeled in protest, that they'd be cut from the team. Uh, so there was a lot of that going on. And three years since, three years hence, rather, he has had now had a change of heart and says Colin Kaepernick was right all along. But that's the thing that's so frustrating about it is that Colin Kaepernick was constantly saying that it had nothing to do with the military. It had nothing to do with disrespecting the country. It had nothing to do with disrespecting the flag. He just felt that he was going to peacefully do something that's going to bring attention to what something that he was passionate about. And he said it multiple fucking times. But these people, they hang on everything that the president says. And because the president said, oh, you're disrespecting the flag, they completely disregarded exactly what he was kneeling for. But now when everybody's locked in the house and everybody doesn't have you know, their lives to live, we see what happened to George Floyd and all these people see and they're like, oh, shit, Colin wasn't bullshitting. Black people are really treated differently by the police. And it's like, yo, it's three years too late. Like, I don't want to hear you say Black Lives Matter now. He was saying that he was, yo, Kaepernick kept saying, yo, this has nothing to do with disrespecting any kind of country or flag or anything. 
all I'm doing, I'm bringing this, I'm, I want to bring light to, you know, the oppression of people of color. That's it. So I, is it, I'm going to let y'all talk about it, but I don't, I don't really give a fuck what Roger Goodell is doing. Is it is fuck. Roger Goodell really care about the Black Lives Movement or he just doing it to please everybody? He cares about his bottom line, just like all these, exactly. other, all, all these yeah, other companies that all of a sudden give a fuck. They care about their bottom line. They they say what they got to say just to just to get over and get past the situation for the moment, and then they write back to their bullshit. Look at H and M, Forever Twenty One, Gucci. That's, that's why I'm like all yo, the mother motherfuckers that ain't got no. How many black yeah, owners we got in the NFL? Zero. We ain't got nothing. We don't. We don't have none. How many and black like, head coaches we got? Two or three? Two, maybe maybe two? four. Two. I think two. Two. We have um dude from Mike Pittsburgh Thompson. Steelers, and um we have, oh, who else. Look at that. Damn. That's the only fucking one we know. Yeah, Mike Thomas. Shit. Think so Damn. hard. It's like that. That's a problem. And you know, so funny. That, now, how Rooney, many players? Rooney rules in place. No, the Rooney rules in place for this shit, and they don't even use it. They, but look at that. Is, this is you, crazy. You, we could only name one, and you didn't even know his name. You just said the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mike no, Thomas I knew his name, but I had only... to think. I was, I was trying to think of a lot of uh, the it's, coaches. It's Mike Tomlin. It's not Tomlinson. It's Tomlin. Mike Tomlin. Correct. Egg on your face. Fuck. Nah, but yo, uh, but, but look, like, hold on, hold on. So we got zero. So we got zero owners. Maybe two or three coaches. How many players are black? Oh, God. shit! Like seventy percent, eighty percent of them. <laughs> like seventy, good seventy, I say. What, what's really funny is though, one, one of these sports shows, I don't remember which one it was, and they said that the reason why Roger Goodell actually said this is, did you guys see that video that a lot of like it was a few football players and they were talking about things that bothered them and they were saying that they want the NFL to say Black Lives Matter. Did you guys see that? Yeah. No, that was after Drew Brees said this shit, right? Exactly. So one of the people that was in that video was, um, what's the, the quarterback, the young quarterback name? What the fuck is his name? Light-skinned kid? Yeah. Ooh. Uh, Are you talking about um, the one that's Super Bowl? Patrick, yes, Patrick, Patrick Mahomes. So Patrick Mahomes is the face of the NFL right now. He's shit. young. He's black. He's like, everybody's watching what he's doing. And if you get that kid mad, imagine how much money that that's going to cost them. So you know, a lot of people are saying that's one of the main reasons why they were like, oh, shit. We got a lot of our star players. You got Ezekiel Elliott. Like, a lot of people was in that video. It's you know what's so funny? You know so funny? We For the first time ever, uh, the NFL actually has, like, the top 10 quarterbacks are black, African-American. Yep. That's what's crazy. Yep, they, and those are the ones that are actually the, the face of the franchise. So they have no other choice but to pay attention. And Players been speaking about this, speaking about this shit since three years ago, and they've been all oh, been ridiculed by the crowd, by um, Donald Trump. They've been ridiculed by everyone, but now he wants to say something because everyone right now, the world is paying attention to the whole Black Lives Movement. You know, what I mean, this is crazy, man. I really don't believe he he hon- honestly believes the Black Lives Matter movement is important. He's just doing it because he just want to, you know, please a lot of people. And I'm and um I'm just glad this right now this is happening. And he's now he's want to get now he's urging the owners to give Colin Kaepernick a job when this man deserves a job since three years ago, because honestly watching these quarterbacks, these subpar quarterbacks right now, they ain't shit. And you you telling me Colin Kaepernick can't even get a job and these motherfuckers are horrible. I don't know how the hell Ryan was Ryan Patrick. How the hell he's still playing? How do you say that last name? Yeah, you, you definitely butchered that. Bro. Try, try, it, try it one more time. Whether I butchered it or not, he sucks, <laughs> and he always has a job. He's always has Try a job. Again. I'm like, what's, what's, I'm not going to try shit again. I'm not going to... Listen, y'all being like them assholes. Don't be trying to make fun of me now. All right? <laughs> but listen, that man has a job for... I don't know why, 
and Colin, Colin Kaepernick is way better than this man. And that proves that the NFL is blackballing this man. But what's your thoughts, Kadeem? I think you guys are looking at this at the uh, from the wrong light, right? Wait, we who's all you know. Guys? Huh? Who's you guys? He's trying to school y'all both. He's trying to school Israel. I, I think all three. No, I think all three. No, no. I think everyone is looking at it from a, a, a wrong perspective. We all know that. I said this last week. You want to. You want to. You got to shake up the world. You got to fuck with white people. You got to fuck with their money. I've always been saying this. I've always said that. Goodell is, Goodell is saying Black Lives Matter. All these business owners are saying Black Lives Matter. The team owners are playing Black Lives Matter. We all know they bullshit. So what you do now is black people, we come together and we ride that wave. You get what the fuck you want. You yeah, want yeah. Now is the yeah. time. You want Goodell. Goodell saying Black Lives Matter. Okay, we know he don't believe it, but right now it's popular to be black. So if you mm. want to come off as a racist, you're probably going to lose your job as commissioner because Goodell doesn't have power. The owners have power. Yeah. And if the owners don't want that their team to be seen as racist, like Jerry Jones and shit like that, I think we're saying, oh, we, we, we quick, oh, three years too late. Who gives a fuck? He could say this shit 10 years from now. The fact that he's saying it, now it's time to say, okay, you believe Black Lives Matter. Put your money where your mouth is. Good Come fucking up, point, bro. Good you got point. the union, whatever union they they got in the NFL. You Talk run your that shit. shit. You, you want to be like, yo, you know, we want players of black thing there to make this. So you you use that power. This goes for businesses. You t- you take what these people are trying to give you, and you control the fucking narrative. Talk we your need shit. To be a monolith. We got to be a monolith now. Let's stop with this. Oh my God, I don't fuck with him, yo. He's racist. Bye. Cancel. Cancel what? At the end of the fucking day, Roger Goodell and these NFL owners are always going to be richer than you. So you need to start spending their fucking money. Start becoming. Run the Uh-oh. NFL. So it's already, yo, it's 70%, Talk 80%. Yo, shit. Yo, you, you are with Kadeem, man. Yo, what? With the NBA, with, with jobs. Oh, Kadeem Sharpton right there. Kadeem Sharpton. No, what he's saying is making so much sense because, like, when you think of somebody, think of, like, Jewish people. There's a lot of people that still don't like Jewish people, but guess what? Say we something to Jewish people, they will fuck your whole bottom line up. There's some, no, this, there's some people that don't like gay people. But guess what? Say something they, against gay people. Gay people. Fuck it. Fuck it. You know why? People don't understand it. No, like, like what people don't understand. I keep seeing. I see this shit on social media. I see this. Oh, oh, he. You know, fuck that. It's too little, too late. Oh, goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. What? You Goodell just said Black Lives Matter. Use that shit. Run it up. You know. You know why though? Too because niggas don't stick to the program. They we be like, yeah, we be like, yo, we ain't fucking with these niggas no more. And then two weeks later, we all forget about it. We buying Gucci again, even though they put That's up true. a black we fight, we fight for a moment and forget it later. And then my thing is, listen, the whole Black Lives Matter move, the whole Black Lives Matter movement, we want white people to finally agree. We want them on our side. We want them to to whatever you know, adhere to what we believe. So now they're doing it. Listen, yeah, who well, cares why, if it's why, why would you chastise them when you're why finally you, getting what you actually what you want? want? This is yeah. what you want. But, so but now, so now us black people, my fault is us black people now, let's be smart. We need to take this fucking momentum. Let's stop talking about this old, like the whole, oh, I, I don't fuck with Drew Brees no more. I don't fuck with Goodell. They, I don't believe none of that shit. We need to get Kaepernick in the NFL. All right, cool. Here's first, first thing. Patrick Mahomes, you care about Black Lives Matter? Get Yo, we need Kaepernick. I want him either as a secondary quarterback to me, or I need him to be on another team. Right? Well, I'm not playing. 
or I'm not playing. This is what you do. You get these white people to do what you want. Because at this point now, if we keep following this same bullshit of complaining, 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 and then they're giving us what we want, and then we're out there telling them, no, we don't give a fuck about y'all, then what the fuck we arguing? What the fuck we protesting for? Because at this point now, you guys, are, we're stupid. We The Black Lives Matter movement, the whole point of the Black Lives Matter movement is to bring awareness to black lives. Who are we? Who do we want the awareness? Who do we want to be aware of it? White people, other people of color, everybody else in the world. Why the fuck are we pushing out the people who are now being fake and saying that they wanna they wanna be a part of the movement? You wanna be a part of the movement? Cool. Now we're gonna control this narrative. Let's make this movement. Let's figure out what we're gonna do. Now to go into now you got the NBA now, and you uh you got like some players saying that like I think it was Kyrie Irving said that they, they the black people can make their own NBA NBA league. And then you also, um, I think Gus could speak on this about the whole new process of just like how the NBA is going. I guess uh, in Orlando they have like strict, yeah, they have uh, they have restrictions in there in the dome. So yeah, so they basically so they basically in the dome for right now um, is that they have to be there for a month and a half. They can't they cannot leave. If they leave, they will have to be under fourteen day quarantine. They have to wear a device that basically lets them know if they breach any type of um, entrance or anything like that which is kind of crazy right now. A lot of um, players right now, including Kyrie Irving and Dwight Howard, are complaining that by by the NBA starting back up in July, they're taking away the um, the momentum of the Black Lives Movement. And a lot of sports analysts are disagreeing with, with Kyrie and all that stuff because, honestly, the reason why I think they're disagreeing is because it's fucking up with their bottom line. Because if it's no sports, they, have no, they really can't talk about anything. And this goes back I, to exactly what I said. My fault, Gus. Now you if you feel... That this that this is taken away from the power of the Black Lives Matter movement. Cool. The NBA is gonna start with or without you. Now, you players, you top ten players in the league, control that fucking shit. Control it. Find ways. There was years ago where players was walking around wearing "I can't breathe" shirts. Find a way to bring Black Lives Matter into the NBA. Yo, Push yo, that yo, yo, the, the, the only. The, the, it's so, funny that you're it's so funny that you're saying that, Kadeem, because when it first came out that Kyrie and Avery Bradley and Dwight Howard were saying what they were saying, I was like, yo, man, I just want my basketball back. I don't know why these guys are doing this. But then exactly what you said, if you actually take this moment and you just go back and play basketball and you don't utilize it to actually really impact change with these NBA owners who are billionaires where they can do more to help black people, you are a fool. So now they're trying to shift it to us like, okay, you want us to come back. Let's talk about what you guys are going to do for the black community before we come back. And now once I heard that, I was like, oh, who, exactly. that, nah, that, who, makes, who that makes a lot more sense. Let's, let's first exactly. get this straight. Kyrie Irving and Dwight Howard didn't have no demands. Chris Bashar said it on the show. He's like, listen, I understand you want to you wanna not play basketball because of the Black Lives Matter movement. But if you're going to sacrifice the season – you should at least have some type of demands or something if you want them to at least come to the table with something. You gotta have a plan. You gotta have a plan. Like, what the hell are you gonna sacrifice? You're gonna basically fuck yourself over by messing up the CBA and yourself and, and um, potential growth and your money to provide for your community, and you don't have a plan? You should have a plan. Listen, if you want me back, you better donate $200 million, same way the NFL is donating, I think, $300 million to organization for the next 10 years. You better donate like 300 to um, Black Lives Matter movements and black, uh, black sports and even HBUs. To help them out with their sports, um, sports curriculums and stuff like that. Like, 
I, listen, I agree with Kyrie and I agree with LeBron. Right, right, right. But damn yeah, that. It's, H, it's HBCU. Man. HBCU. I'm sorry. I'm, thank right. you, Chad. Thank you for correcting me. <laughs> I mean, thank you for correcting me, man. But I agree with. I, it's like I, I believe in both of these, both sides. But Kyrie's kind of being selfish, man. This motherfucker is even not I don't even think playing. He's being selfish. You got to think about what he, he, he. Granted, he granted he's injured, so it wouldn't matter anyway, right? He's not playing anyway. But the idea that he wants us to not be distracted by he doesn't want the populace to get distracted by sports and that's there's nothing wrong with that he he cares so much about bring bring the matter into sports yeah but you have a a they're actually playing imagine after every game when they're doing already have it there because everybody follows them on social media and they're they're all posting it to social media it's already there the attention's already there what he's saying is let's not distract from the movement and and we already see it it's falling off the movement the movement may not be falling off in the streets but you're not seeing the coverage like that anymore it's not as popular the, what's happening is not as popular to be covered like that anymore so it, it is happening now imagine if sports comes back on we I see mean, the world has back on the world eventually has to come back bro the world has you know, to come the, back exactly yes, it, what he's saying is that the year is already shit anyway why do we have to bring it back now but but what, what Angus was saying is so true, man. The impact of what it's going to do with the CBA and when it comes to next year and stuff like that. Like At the end of the day, I get it. You don't want to take away from Black Lives Matter, but this is still a business. And by them canceling the rest of the season, it's going to hurt them so much more in the long run. And people like Dwight Howard and Kyrie Irving, who's made millions of dollars, exactly. it's not really going to bother them. But what, what about, about the, the rookies? Yeah, what about the regular people that's not making those that didn't make all that money and have everything all caked up for them? Like they have living check to check, and you're gonna hurt them because you wanna make a you wanna prove a point? Like you gotta they you got gotta think of the smallest directors. Kyrie so, already like, made his thirty seven million already for the year. And that so, goes down what I said prior. Take the platform you have and literally manipulate it to your liking. Do what you need to do. What they Listen, what the- I, I, I agree with. Sorry, my fault. I agree with Kai. What Kyrie's? Uh, I I agree where his head is. I I do agree with that. But at the end of the day, us y'all not canceling NBA season not going to affect the owners. It's really going to affect the players. That's mm-hmm. where it comes down to. You're talking about millionaires versus billionaires. Billionaires, billionaires going to be all right. Yeah. So you got to these. These are owners who have who who have investments in shit that we will never see. So. If you're a player, you take your platform, you take that platform, you push it to the next level. You keep pushing the Black Lives Matter agenda. Every game, talk Black Lives Matter. Keep going, you know? Keep, like, there's just so much stuff we can do. Like, I, I think that they should, I, 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 I really think that us as black people, we really, really have to stop looking at the short term. The short term's like, okay, yeah, we can talk about everything in two weeks for the next two, three weeks, and then you know it is what it is after that. I think yes, we want to bring the importance to Black Lives Matter, and we should continue to do that. We should continue to bring uh police brutality, continue to bring that attention to everything, but we need to start utilizing the white people money to fucking make this shit bigger. You start did. making them pay for the black for the police brutality. Let people like Adam Silver know, like, all right, you want to start the NBA. I want a whole stadium called Black Lives Matter. Like, do nice. shit. Do, like, you you will never know unless you take the, the chance to, to change it up. You got to so, you gotta shake up the ass name and you know, stadium. You know, you know what's so cool about this? Is that you're, you, know, you know what's so fucking crazy? What's great about this? The players now can actually implement in their contracts a percentage of ownership. 
That's what they need to start doing because once we have ownership in something, we can be all right. Because I think Patrick Mahomes, I feel like if I'm not mistaken, his agent is wanting like at least 10% of ownership with for his next contract. He's he's trying to negotiate some type of ownership type of uh deal. And I feel like the NBA right now that's and I feel like yeah. the NBA right now, they have the power, especially LeBron James. You can be like, you know what? You want things back? We want we want a percentage of ownership within this um within this within the um, organization. You know what I mean? You know because what's the craziest thing? That's the only way we're gonna have power if we own something. I hate when we keep saying, Oh, we work for this and that. We need ownership. That's the only way you can actually build on something and build You know what's community. the craziest thing about all of this? We literally talked about we talked about three different subjects and they all had the same underlying thing in common. We're still talking this the fact that through us talking about actual race issues and police brutality, sports uh, from the NFL to the NBA, and all of this still has underlying things where 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 racism and and a misguided understanding of of the value of Black people's lives is still in every single one of our subjects is absolutely insane. It's not insane because we're choosing to talk about these things, but the fact that it can always come back no matter what we're saying is absolutely fucking crazy. And we like listen when when we we try to make sure that. We keep a free flowing conversation when we have our when we have our podcast. We always make sure that we have up to date current events, and we're all in the know. But the idea that we pick three different subjects without trying to make sure that they tie in together, and they all tie in on the basis of race and race relations in our in our country is fucking crazy. It is, man. Good point, yo. And whoever is these niggas that keep setting off fireworks in the hood, I hate you. <laughs> Nah, fucking Karen gonna take. Why are we setting off fire? Why are we setting? This is a complete side note. Why the fuck are we setting off fireworks in yeah, every hood, everywhere, bro? Every, every, I'm, I'm thinking somebody shooting this shit. I'm like, yo, where the fuck are y'all getting oh. all the fireworks from? Yo, I seen it. Is these bunch of um, in my hood? There's these little fucking white kids. Like they do, they set that shit off in the middle of the street. But for what? Look, oh, what's it for? Went off. Oh my god! Because someone's someone's going off right now. I, I'm not entirely sure why they are going off. What the fuck is that about? I mean, it's annoying. I mean, Anyway, yeah, bro, they setting that shit off in my area too, man. That shit is annoying. It'd be like Shut two up, in the morning. Nigga, like, you don't have an area. Shut up. Yo, it's even worse because I'll be trying to put my daughter to sleep. And I hear pop, 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 pop. And she looks up and she goes, What's that? Oh my God. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. Don't, don't, don't act with that. <laughs> anyway, um, I think that like like what it says, the, the everything comes down to the underlying of you know race. I think black people, we really need to come together. Like we really need to start figuring out how we can be uh like i always say we got to be a monolith so we got to figure out how the way we could put each put each other together come back with black wall street find ways to make their money spend their money to make our money but um I, just to leave that on you know just to kind of end that topic there you're a nah, uh roger goodell saying black lives matter and, you know what's and crazy? Is it, before it, it, before you uh, said what you had to say i would have said nah but you know what i'm gonna say yeah, yeah. Yeah, because saying. whether whether if he believes it or not, it's still benefiting us. That that's a fact. Fuck it. So it's a, it's a big year to me for that. <laughs> it's your not yeah your well, what your your your. You live in New York, nigga. What's wrong? Why are you saying like this, that? When we create this monolith, yo ass could go to the white people, bro. Yeah, don't go over them. Talking about yeah, nigga. Hi, my name's Angus. You know, you know the. They actually never mind. I'm not even gonna bring that up. But go on. 
Yeah, Angus up, so. Angus didn't tell the rest of y'all, but he told me Gus slid into Candace Owens DMs over the weekend. Whoa, don't ever say no disrespectful shit like that. That's like you calling me a nigga and you a white man. <laughs> Right, you know, we're not gonna give that woman any kind of shine on. I don't want to give that. Did y'all hear what he said? It best. Dave Chappelle Chappelle said it best. He likened it. He likened it to the idea of being called a nigger with a hard R by a white person. Crazy. That's, That's the same thing. Because, nah, man. Dave Chappelle said it best. Man, Dave Chappelle said it best. What did Dave Chappelle say? He said her pussy. You gonna say it? He said yeah, kick her right in a stinky pussy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care if he kicked her right in a stinky pussy. Listen, let's get to the topic, you know, to the section that women love the most. They always love the women's topic. Ladies and love. Uh, cool is. Yo, shout out to the famous guy's wife. Mrs. She famous. Came through, she came through with the great, great question. That's Ebony. And it's Ebony with an I because I keep saying it with a Y. And he keeps fucking, you know, making sure that I get it <laughs> correct. So it's Ebony with an I. You know, IG giggles. Underscore twenty nine. I don't know why he put that in the notes, but I guess he wants. Oh, because we, we tie in. We want to shout everybody out. Make sure that. No, no, no. That was me. That was me. That was me, that was me because that that was me. Oh, okay. Because Yo, that's what we do. We got to tie in. We got to make sure that they get their shine too. Yes, giggles underscore twenty nine. Don't follow her because Kadeem definitely has some weapons. Yeah, he's for you. a bad man. Shata. Do not want no problem. He's a. Here's what she wanted us to talk about. In 2020, what does man of the house mean from our perspective as men? What do you guys think? Oh, that's such an amazing question. Yeah, I think man of the house is the same thing like taking care of home, basically taking care of no, home. No, 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 no. I'm not going to accept your answer unless you give your real answer. Gus is a very, 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 very old school type of man. Which means Whoa. he believes. Don't start this lie, yo. Firmly, listen, don't start this bullshit. It's, 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 it's okay to be who you are, brother. People no, love me. It's okay to be who you are. You about to Y'all are wild hold on? Man. You about to give this BS answer that is I'm just not giving PC. No BS answer. I'm giving the truth. You no, giving a PC answer? Let me get. We never call this nigga. We never call this nigga. We try not to call this nigga for nothing. So this is what y'all want to hear. Y'all want to basically hear that a woman's place is in the house. No, no, no. Cooking. We don't want to hear that. We want to hear no, your hear honest you truth and the real how you the feel. Real thing. All right, how I really feel is that the man taking care of home. That's how I feel. But you know what I mean? <laughs> That's what it is. What's that mean? I mean, that means shit. If I'm doing it, you gotta do it too. Gus is a piece of shit. You go last because you're a liar. Tech, how you feel about it? <laughs> so, so here's the thing, like. The man of the house back in the days meant something different than it does now. Like the man of the house was a thing because back in the days, women stayed home, had babies, took care of the house. Now, because we fought so hard for equality and for women to get out there and be able to work and do whatever they want to do, I think there is no such thing as man of the house. It's just partners of the house. Like at the end of the day, if you guys are coming together, and you guys are doing everything you can to push the whole house forward. If a woman is bringing money into the house as well, she has equal say as a man. There's no hierarchy where it's, I'm a man and you have to listen to me and do everything that I say because I'm a man. If a woman is out there working and she's really putting in and helping and doing everything that she can to push us forward as a family, there's no man in the house. There's partners of the house. They're partners together. But if you're a woman that wants to just sit at home and spend a nigga's money and don't do nothing... You can't get mad if that man tells you, get your ass in there and clean up 
or cook me some food because guess what? You decided that you wanted to live your life like you were back in the 50s and 60s when women weren't working. So guess what? You know what work you got to do? Housework. But if you out here <laughs> working, what are you gonna do? You go, for, what you gonna get for Christmas? You gonna get a broom and a mop? That's what you gonna get. A broom well, and a mop. you know, That's we, your Christmas gift. Tech already said how he feel about it because you know if he bringing home all of all, all all the bacon, all the turkey bacon, then he's cheating too. So it's not just you you cleaning up and he's cheating. You can't put that out there like that. That's what you, what you said. Shut up, bro. Nobody needs to hear about that again. Nah, nah, but nah, that's, like, like, that's like episode five, y'all. Come on, why are you putting the episode? <laughs> nah, they got they got they got to make sure they go back and listen. Listen, like equality can't be a buffet. You can't choose what you want to be equal on, and then Ooh. oh, I'm like that was so, smooth, so, nigga. You gotta say that to somebody. Nah, because some women think that oh, okay, I give you a little box here and there. I don't have to do anything. You have to pay everything, but guess what? I still have equal say in everything that we do. It does not work. No that box way. out there that's worth a million dollars. Exactly, it's not nah, worth it's that. Like it's two or three boxes worth a million dollars. So, no. like, if you, if you are a woman and you are working and you are building and you are helping us push us forward, yes, you have all the equal say. We are partners. We're going to make this happen. Nobody's above anybody. But if you're looking for a baller, you're looking for a CEO, you're looking for a nigga that's just going to take care of you, guess what? You're no longer an equal. You're a child because I'm taking care of you. So I'm going to treat you as such. Stay your ass home. Keep my house clean. Take care of my kids. Straight up. Mm. What you got to I mean, mm. I feel that. I Listen. For me, being a being a man for me is the protection part. Like whether it, if it means that I gotta protect you physically or I gotta protect you financially, that's different. Because I also don't feel like we should like as a man, I should be paying and doing for everything. It, it's just like Tech said. For me, it's equal parts. We're supposed to come in this as a partnership. We both putting in the work, and that's all the way around. We both we're both cleaning up. I believe in doing the dishes. I believe a man should do the dishes too. Absolutely. I cook. If a woman, slave, if a woman cooks, do the dishes. You nigga. do the dishes. I cook. Know. I don't mind cooking. I also don't mind cooking and doing the dishes. I don't mind cleaning because that's just the way I was raised. So I do it. I live by myself for so long. It's like whatever. It's part of it's, it. Is it is what it is. You're not just about to sit around and do anything. But for me, like when it comes to being a man and the way that I internalize my masculinity it comes with my ability to protect those that i care about so it, it does lead to some of that protection financially but physically is really where where it stops for me you got to be able to do for you too like that like that's what it is so a man of the house means making sure that my family is secure in their living that they can live financially included but it doesn't that doesn't end there i feel like there's definitely a partnership there you're just not about to sit around and just not do nothing I can't even sit around on my days off and not just not do anything. How the fuck are you gonna sit at home and just spend my money? I punch you in your leg as hard as I can. Say that, bro. Huh? Yo, as I've anyone who's ever known me, like I've always kept it hundred. I've always bigged up my wife. When I came out of college, my wife got high paying fucking job, and I was working at a I was working at a company that paid decently. And I used to sit there and be like, yep, my wife making six figures. I come home. These are literal conversations that he has had with each and every one of us. Literal. Uh, Literal. He's not not bullshitting when he's not proud of everything. (laughs) Dead ass serious. (laughs) I was dead serious. I will straight tell someone, you can say whatever the fuck you want, but if you're not making my wife money, don't talk to me. Like, that's (laughs) the energy I used to hear. My wife, she's never thrown money at me. Like, I came out with a bunch of 
you know, student loans. I was paying my student loans. I had to, you know, get my shit off the ground, trying to figure out what the hell I was, you know, trying to do. And, you know, my wife, she used to hold me down. She never had to pay none of my bills. My bills are always paid. But if it feels like, yo, I got $150 in my name. And we going out, she's going to be like, yo, you don't, like, we go out, she doesn't even, I wouldn't even have to pull, I'm pulling out my debit card, her card is already out, ready to pay mm. for the meal. Like, we go to the movies, like, it got to a point sometimes, you got like, a sister? for example, no, but <laughs> for example, <laughs> not, not one that, not one that we had introduced to you. Yeah, we would not want, yo, you don't want those problems, because Kadeem will whip your ass, don't, don't yeah. do that. But, um, well, hold on, you whoop his ass for, for your sister-in-law? Yeah, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. That's up. Um, yeah, <laughs> wow, that sounds like damn that bad. Uh, my birthday a couple years ago, I went to Kobe Bryant's second to last home game, and I was surprised that she paid for everything—flight, tickets, everything—and played the, the the overcharge fee on what you know people selling for those uh, tickets. Nah, she, she, real she, one, don't got, she don't got a sister. Though. That's so great. That's a great anyway. one. <laughs> I mean, so, you, you saying that right now? When it comes to like what man in the house <laughs> means, like. For me, I used to sit there and be like, yeah, it's a partnership between me and my wife. And my wife held me down for a while. I'll sit there and say, like, I mean, now it's a, you know, it's a different story. But, like, my wife has always been like, yo, if you until you get to your point, I'm good. I'll help you out wherever you need help. Mm-hmm. You don't got to stress that. Yeah. Like, you guys seen the cars I was driving and shit. Like, those cars will be able to be paid for because I didn't have to necessarily struggle to know, like, damn, yo, where am I going to come up with the extra bread to pay for this or pay for that? So when it comes to the man in the house, it's definitely just a partnership. Like, even now, I'm in a, a crazy better financial situation now. And now the roles are reversed. But at the same time, my wife is still holding herself down and I'm holding myself down. And we pretty much are just pretty much just tackling. and money. Just, but you know, we're just working to just be better. Like me and my wife, we're, we're we're looking to be that that couple that, like, yo, we you could go to a restaurant and you don't even need to, need to look at the check. That's like right now, me and my wife is striving to be a power couple. That's what I'm. That's where we're we're at now. So when I say man of the house, it's definitely a partnership. Ah. My wife is never a freeloader. She was never someone who I could sit there and say like, oh, you need to pay for this for me. You need to pay for that for me. Because when she was in college and she needed help studying, I was helping her study in college. So she she will tell you herself that she, she attributes where she is to me helping her. And the fact that someone can tell you some shit like that, that makes you like, damn, okay, you know, maybe I did a little bit of help. And then you kind of stroke your ego a little bit. But, you know, at the same time, I always respect my wife. You heard what Ted so said where, though, right? What? He said she ain't got a grandmother. I did not say grandmother, nigga. I said cousin. Yo, why y'all keep trying to play me? Not that much older than y'all. You didn't didn't say grandmother? I thought me and Gus said sister. You didn't say grandmother? No, I did not say grandmother. I'm not looking for nobody's (laughs) grandmother, bro. I I thought you wanted something age specific. I definitely. Nah, man, but more power to you, Kadeem, man. That's a a great one. No, no, no. Talk. Talk say now it's your turn to say your part, Gus. And don't be on your bullshit. I mean, Gus believes that. Don't be on my bullshit. Belong in the bedroom only. Whoa, that's I've never said and, that. So and not even, even, not even, not even in his bedroom. He wants you in the other bedroom, the guest bedroom, <laughs> because he likes his Listen. space. Your space is in the back of the house where nobody can see you. He don't want to <laughs> see you, and he don't want to hear you until he's ready to have sex. He, he literally no, has a no. bath that women are not allowed to use. All right, I'm gonna touch on that. I'm gonna touch on that. I'm gonna touch. On, I'm gonna touch on that because that's like a running topic on this show. All right, I have, all right, that's a running topic on the show. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna touch on that. Um, I have two bathrooms, right? I have one that's closer to the to the master bedroom, where 
<laughs> well, the, the bigger room, okay? The bigger room. And, like, me personally, if if I have a lady over, whoever the case may be, you can go down the hall to the other bathroom because I don't want to smell what you're doing in the bathroom that's next to mine. I have a, I have a phobia of doing shit like that. Like, I, it turns me the fuck off. <laughs> so, basically... So, so, so women are not allowed to shit around you? Like, I they, mean, they can't... I know they can be human. I know they can be human, but you can use the bathroom down the hall. All right. Um, because I because I don't want to smell that. It's gonna turn me off. It's gonna make me you know it's it's weird. It's, it's like a it's something in my brain. All right. No, no, I get so, I get it, Gus. Like if a woman goes you know, in your bathroom and literally blows it up that yeah, we already had this conversation. I'll tell you right now, that's not that's not my top two things that'll turn me off. Everybody shits. I grew. I have yeah. seven brothers and sisters, and and I and with two parents, nigga. We had one bathroom. Like you had to walk in there after somebody shit at shit. some point. So like I'm immune to to like a real shitty smell bothering me. Like shit don't shit like that don't bother me. I see what you did there. <laughs> you see, hey man, I'm, I'm working on that. I'm working on that issue right now. You know what I mean? I'm working on it. You know? Yeah, you figured out. You figured out your other issue. I have a lot, but we're gonna work on that. Oh, they ain't never shit. Speak <laughs> never on mind. Yo, we're gonna nice speaking on that. <laughs> Hell no. Hell no, I'm not speaking on that. <laughs> no. But yeah, man. We're going to tech. Uh, yeah, man. This has been another yeah. great episode. Um I hope you guys like the, you know. The content that we put out, that 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 lady's question, yo, shout out to Ebony with an I. Yeah, that, shout that, out, shout Ebony out. with an I. That shit was crazy. That shit was a really really good conversation. Um, yeah, but once again, we just want to say Black Lives Matter. You know, we want to say R.I.P. to all the people that we've lost recently, and um, we hope you guys really really enjoy the content. Um. As you can see, we're reaching out to people when it comes to the, you know, the women's topic. So if you have an idea or something that you want us to talk about, you can actually hit us up on the Instagram. You can hit us up on the Twitter. Um, we have ways that you can get in contact with us, especially if you like rock with all of us, because we definitely want to be able to pull everybody into the conversation as well. And now that we've actually made it to our 10th episode, we may start looking for guests soon. So hey. if, you got, if you got some good stuff to talk about and you want to, you know, kick it with us and have a conversation with us. You know, you got to come on here. You got to talk. You got to bullshit and you got to keep it real. So, um... Yeah, you can't be like Gus, bitch ass. Yeah, we, we got we, we, we to sit here and pry the conversation out of Gus. If, like, if you guys actually had a real conversation with Gus, trust oh, me, whoa, this nigga's you would annoying. learn a lot. This nigga's <laughs> annoying. Oh, man. You'd want to fight Gus. Okay, Same day. As soon as he started Same. talking, you want to fight him. Yeah, so let me let me throw it to my guys so they can close out. You know, this is tech. I, I really enjoyed this. Everybody else say y'all peace out, and then we're gonna get up out of here. Yo, this is Gus. Um, find me on Instagram, Gus No Chill underscore Gus. That's not your Instagram, man. I'm changing it today. You <laughs> 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 have a different Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh, that was boy. fantastic. Yo, you already know what it is. It's the it's the Mister Wish Pap and himself. Israel said it. And then just always to finish off on the best is your boy Famous. You know, have a good one, guys. This nigga is really. That was the most unfamous thing I've ever heard anybody say. It was so trash. There you go. So once again, we're gonna end off with our you know our theme song. Shout out to Louis the Prophet. Louis, Louis. 
Make sure you listen to his newest EP, Ups and Downs. Check it out. It's on all streaming services. Uh-huh. And we are definitely out. Later, y'all. Later. Tech and music fans. We got uh, Chill Gus. And then we got his feats on the mic right here as well. And then last but not least, we got the one and only famous Kadeem. This is the we just talking bullshit. Hey. We just shit the breeze. Hey. We just talking bullshit. Hey. Music benefit, Israel said it best. Kadeem says he's famous, that's when things go left. Never stress, cause we homies just kick back, chillin'. Talking about the world, we've been talking about us building. What a feeling. You got no chill, guts, so don't act conservative. We know you rich. Pulling all the big booty chicks, I'm just fooling. Nah, real talk, this a movement. Kadeem in his NASCAR, speeding right past y'all. Tech shooting Grammy nice, is winning all the fights. Gus talking like he nice, we know that boy be wildin', right? Thank you when we bless, just the talking BS. <laughs> we beneficial, call the ref. We just talking bullshit.